lose all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond! Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 244. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the PlayStation powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Hello! He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Hey. And the dark knight of news, Andrew Goldfarb. One year till E3. One year till E3. It'll be over in a year, right? 51 weeks. God, and it's not going to be in L.A. That's the big rumor. That's right? what they're saying, yeah. Mm, thank I hope God. it's in Vegas. Oh, no, you don't. I hope it's in New York. It would be no, I would love to be in San Francisco. That'd be pretty yeah, awesome. San Francisco. Yeah, San okay. Francisco's choice one. New York would be choice two. All that Mos- yeah. Moscone Center ready to pop. Eat Mascani. the Buca de Beppa. Eat the Buca de Beppa <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. Buca de Beppa. Uh, this is good. Italian food. That was good last night. Buca de Beppa. Ladies and gentlemen, we've brought it back to where it all began. Uh, this is Podcast Beyond, returning to Tuesdays. They call it Full Circle. Yeah, Full Circle. So now the next step is ending the show. <laughs> Just ending <laughs> Podcast Beyond forever. We're officially on Tuesdays, uh, as this is the first one. We're running late, of course, and have an Xbox podcast trying to get in here right <laughs> after us. Uh, but yeah, how do you feel about the move so far? I'm feeling fine. Yeah? Thanks, Greg. Colin, I'm, how you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Oh. You got more to say? Yeah, I do. Go ahead. I have this. Look at this adorable little picture that Neethi sent me of a chipmunk. Look at that. Oh yeah, isn't that cute? This sure was worth derailing the entire <laughs> show. Sort it out. Sort it. It out. is pretty cute though. Colin, you have the E3 plague. Yeah. 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 Metal Gear. Metal Gear. I was coughing up some awful shit, by the way, this morning. Like, some mm. awful shit. What Lovely. color was it? Oh, don't tell me that, please. Dark yeah. yellow. Uh, uh, I hate that. I, I, I hate did that. some of that this weekend. Please, let's stop okay, immediately. Stop that. Go far. What do you know? What do I know about Flem? You're back from E3. <laughs> it's Tuesday. We're all excited. <laughs> we're we're on top of our game. We're fresh. We're powdered. I'm one of those things. You're powdered? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a cool Assassin's Creed shirt. I am. Money hat? October 30th. <laughs> <laughs> on all platforms. Where'd you get that? Uh, Jeremy Parrish. Mm. One up, a one-up guy. A generous man. Yeah. yeah. And a stylish man. It's true. Yes, Doesn't know true. how to dress. A god among men, you might say. He is. Well, if, you, if your religion kept you away from listening to podcasts that were put out on Thursdays, we welcome you to the show or the PlayStation podcast. The Thursday Sabbath. The Thursday Sabbath. <laughs> Anything created on a Thursday you could not enjoy. Uh, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. So it, it, it has ceased to sound like the newsreel bleeping with the Morse code or whatever. I've, I've discovered many of the things we do. We think sound like something they rarely sound like what they really are. Yeah, it's just a bunch of beeps and boops. Bleeps and bloops. Bleeps and bloops. Bleeps and bloops. Uh, there are six items on the list. Is this a post E3? Is this all yeah, yeah, this is post E3. This is good. I'm glad that this is all, that that's all we got. Each Why? You don't, like play, you don't like PlayStation news? No, I just don't mm. like when it's fucking 30 stories and 29 of them are about the NHL. That's I don't think I've happened. ever told a story no, about the NHL happened. on here. That'd be awesome Since Game Center came. <laughs> uh, number one, Sony and Square Enix have revealed that Final Fantasy III is set to come to PSP in Japan. Say what? It will cost approximately $50 on UMD and about $10 less than that digitally. It should be playable on Vita as well. It's set to come out September 20th, and there is no word yet on if Square and Sony intend on bringing the game to the West. Do me a favor, don't. It was going to be on PSP. Here's the thing. Like, uh, I, I played crazy amounts of hours of if uh, assuming this is the remake I, I totally destroyed that game on ds and on iphone so i've put in like probably 100 hours on this on this final fantasy 3 remake why is it so expensive what are they doing well i think games, well, are, typically, games are typically more expensive though in japan but it's on ios but for no, no, like 15 it, bucks or whatever. exactly square but square's great at doing that bringing old games to ios and still charging 20 bucks for them Sure, but then they're bringing it to PSP a year later for three times as much. That's crazy. Uh, the point is, is that it's not that it's coming. It's not the iOS game that's coming. It's the 2006 DS game getting ported over to PSP in 2012 for fifty dollars. This is the this is the 3D it's, one. Yeah, it's the same as iOS. Oh, yeah. It's the same game on all three platforms. It's just it's super. It's great. If, if you haven't played it, it's awesome. I love Final Fantasy three. It's uh, you would super fun. But, it's um, it's okay. It's I, I I honestly disagree. I think it's like it's, you could totally pass on Final Fantasy three. I think it's see, like the characters like don't mean anything. The class system's cool, but the class system's better in Final Fantasy V. Because this is the first. This was really the first like complicated class system. That's true. I like it. It's um especially with the cell shading. I, I like Lunith. I have a little Lunith statue on my desk. Oh, look at you! Yeah. You have too many statues on your desk. That's why you're just giving them away to kids who ask. Some them. might That's say true. that. I sent one out today. I'm just giving them away. But this goes back, of course, Greg, to what we were talking about with Shuhei last yeah. week, in which they insist on releasing PSP games. Now this will be available digitally, and so you can play it on your Vita. But 
If it was only available on Vita, I feel like, and I had trophies, I feel like that maybe some extra content, I feel like that might compel maybe one or two people to actually buy the Vita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One um, or two people <laughs> in the world. It's really, Starting point, it's man. Super, it's super frustrating. It's just getting like out of control frustrating now. Because I read you know Japanese blogs every day or whatever, you know, the, you know English language Japanese blogs. And there's PSP games just announced all the time. Just every day. Just PSP games coming that, out forever. Because they want to make their money, man. Yeah, but that, that's fine on a third party front. But like we said, like, why don't they just say like, no more? That's it. You know, we're not approving any more of these games unless they're on Vita. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, well, yeah. I guess it's just like, why would they say no to just getting a lot of money? You know? I don't think, I think Sony has a lot of problems. One of them is not saying no to getting a lot of money since they've lost about $10 billion in four years. I just want everybody to know that Colin's wearing this thin white undershirt and every time he gesticulates, every time he moves his arm, you can see the muscle flexing underneath it. That's not a muscle, that's a man boob. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fat on his torso shifting around. <laughs> Got him. You to to you're going to be like Tiny Tim over there trying to read the news. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Bloomberg has reported that Sony executives, including CEO Kaz Harai, will be taking pay cuts as the company feverishly attempts to get back into black. The company has lost about $10 billion in four years, though Sony does expect to make a modest profit this fiscal year. Seven corporate officers return their monetary bonuses in what seems to be an acceptance, acceptance of austerity, and shareholders will approve an entirely new board. Smart move. On June 27th. That's, that's nice. That's a good move. Yeah. You yeah. always like to see that uh, companies and the people in them, you know, take responsibility for what's happening, try to change things around. Like when uh, here in the States, when we had the bailout, remember that? You remember the bailout, right? Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. I remember when they all those guys got called on it because they took private jets to the like hearing. Yeah, nothing happened. Yeah. Well, then the next time they mm. drove the cars. I remember that. They, was the did, big they deal. did drive you know, cars. Electric cars. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. It solved all the problems. And they all just <laughs> got away with everything. And America succeeded in every way. <sighs> Imagine if we just didn't bail anyone out. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be nice. Number three. PlayStation Vita firmware update 1.69 is now available. Ooh, yeah, the big one. It's an entirely optional update that purportedly improves software stability. It's 97 megabytes in size. Now, Greg, I know... 1.69? Yep, I know yeah. that. Greg last, had, last night, yeah, you had theory. last night it goes live. You're, you announced that it's happening. We both get out of the bubble bath. We're gonna mm-hmm. fix it. We're, we're, gonna we're, get in, t- we're in the bubble bath together. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in the heart shaped tub we have. Right. Mike Mitchell's, you know, it's, Mike Mitchell's chilling the champagne. What's next funny week. is that you guys not only sleep together, but you all take baths together <laughs> yep. in your heart shaped bubble bath. You know what? We, we like to save money and the environment. So yes. I can't say well, we had to, well, that. It all started because we had to give Portillo a bath, and then we're like, why don't we just take a bath? Why don't we them? just get in here? But I can't get my good clothes wet. Look at, look at how adorable he's, like, he's having such a good time. Let's get in there. The Let's join him. Big enough to accommodate us all. <laughs> Anyways, I thought this was a precursor to the YouTube app finally launching. That'd be cool. Not surprised. PS1 but Classics. We know TV. about we know about the. Uh, we, I mean, in a second here, we'll divulge all the information about what happened on the digital storefront. But no announcement of the app there, so it doesn't look like that was the case. I was thinking before, by the way, with uh, the upcoming PlayStation software platform, blah blah blah. That uh, that I'm going to be stealing your thunder with every Vita game ever announced because it's going to be also on your sheet. But this is like this is like Clement's stepchild. Like he got in a car accident and now I got to raise it because I was the Godfather. Like I don't really care about this thing. I just go through the motions over here. You're, so what you're you, trying to say is if Clement's got married, yeah. and then he died, yeah, then he had a kid. Well, no, he had the kid. Well, no, he had a kid. That you got your order wrong. Okay, wait, he wait. has the kid. Then yeah. he no, dies. No, because he's not. The wife is having a kid. He can die, and then the kid is born a few months later. Well, then the wife. I, I think Colin's the, on track. If that happens, the wife maintains custody. I don't know why to die. Okay, but then she dies in childbirth. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. So wait, stop again. So what? What if Clement and his wife died together? Yeah. yeah. In a boat accident. Sure, this of course. Terrible. Then, I don't but talk but about he had this. but he had a kid. Yeah. And it's a step. So it would be like he kind of comes into your your family, but you don't care about him. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Just wanted to don't make me the Godfather, you dumb kid, right, Clements? <laughs> I certainly won't. After that, last Jeez. thing I need is some OCD half Indian kid running around. <laughs> <laughs> those, those, are the defi- those are the defining factors, what? by the way, of the, your relationship. If what? you were to have a kid, it would, of course, it would be Indian like Nevi, and then it would be OCD like you. <laughs> that's your race to me. <laughs> what I love is that's absolutely how my children are going to be. <laughs> Obsessive compulsive half Indian kids. Fantastic. I want to apologize to all the OCD half Indian children listening. <laughs> Onward. <laughs> all right. Number four. Were we borderline racist? Was that racist? I don't no, think no, was. no, no. I think that it was, was fun. A, it was okay. just, I don't. I'd prefer not to talk about my my death by boating accident. But besides, oh, but you whatever. were out. You were out. You were having a good time. You were in the little blue blazer with the scarf and the white hat. It's a good way to and, go. And you didn't even know that it, what happened. It was over like that. The boat just flipped. <laughs> then you slowly drown. I, <laughs> I feel like I would know if the boat flipped. Well, you knew for like a second, but you like you were in process. It was over, and then it was done. 
You were finished. There's nothing you could do. Oh, man. I, I can't speak for anyone else this. on the boat, though. <clears throat> Number four, James Marston. I can't speak for James Marston of PlayStation Minis developer Future Lab sounded off on the lack of trophy <laughs> and online support for minis. Yeah. He says that, quote, a lack of trophies and minis is probably the single biggest turnoff for most gamers. At yeah. least that's the impression we get from feedbacks of our games. On our games, end quote. The inclusion of trophies and online capabilities would, quote, make scale sales skyrocket, he said. He also said that he asked Sony to change its policy and would gladly patch the game for trophies if he was allowed to. Here's the, here's the long and short of it. By not including online or trophies, you are saying this is not a real game. People look at minis and go, this is not a real game. And then we always talk about how stupid some of them are. So it's like, not only is it not a, a, a real game, it's... A, such a lesser form of game that somebody can just put out garbage and charge five dollars for it. You know what I mean? That's the problem. Yeah. Not we, that I'm saying the future of that people. Obviously, there are great minis that you know. That's yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. Everything Mediatonic does usually awesome. I mean, I'm not, I've not played many of them, but that's the the reason why because I don't have to play them for work because no one really cares. None of our readers really care about them. Yeah. And I feel like I need to, like I'm at a point where I really feel like I need to be contributing to something like overall, and that's why I play the game like trophy supported games. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's just that's just the long and, and the short of it. And all of that stems from the fact that our readers don't care about them, and you don't cover them because there's no online, there's no trophy. It's like yeah, I think he, I think he's interested. I think he's absolutely right. Also, isn't James Marsden the guy who plays yeah, uh, Cyclops? Yeah, that's what I thought in uh, X Men One and Two, uh, I know who you're thinking of. I don't know, and he was also in the Twenty Eight Dresses or whatever the hell it was with Kevin. Well, I, I don't know about that one, but he's in a Sex Drive. He's the older brother in Sex. Yeah, Drive. and he was in Superman Returns. He was uh, yeah. Lois Lane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bo. God, Sex is, Drive was a funny movie. Is that by guy's the way. name James? Mar- it's something Marsden. Yeah, Scott Marsden or something. No, John Marsden. See, that's what I thought. I, I thought well, originally I thought you were telling me that I thought I missed some news about like a, de- a Red Dead spinoff and this oh, was the Sun. Yeah, that'd be hot. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, we need more Red Dead. Yeah, we yeah. do. Of course, sure. maybe you should finish The Agent and GTA Five Rockstar before you start announcing Who in our prestigious group here in this room saw a Sex Drive? I did. I saw the trailer. Man, I so, love that movie. Okay, here's the thing Good luck with your future rod, Space Man. Yeah, if we you, should watch that movie sometime. If you see Sex Drive, watch the theatrical one because the unrated one, they were like, they didn't want to make an unrated version and they were forced into it. So they just green screened a bunch of naked women in front of the movie. And so it's the same movie, but there's just a bunch of naked women walking by that aren't connected to the movie. It's, it's insane. Interesting. So don't watch that one. Okay. Making good use of our short podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is a great one so far. Yeah. Thanks for joining like, us I Thursday like Sabbath people. Sorry we lost all the Tuesday Sabbath people. <laughs> the holy day of Tuesday. <laughs> Number five, Dead Island Riptide, the sequel to Dead Island that was strangely announced during E3 week, will cost Quietly, only $50 though. a retail. Publisher Deep Silver, uh, publisher Deep Silver's Aubrey Norris told uh, gaming site Rip10 that the lower price is due to the game coming out, quote, at the end of the console cycle, but that the game is, quote, not a remake. The same developer of the Polish studio Techland is currently working on the game, and we should learn more about it later this summer. Interesting. Yeah. I was a Dead Island fan. I never got too far in it. But I liked it when I was playing. It just it came out. Of, like it it came out at a bad time. I didn't like it. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was definitely a decisive game. I gave it an eight. Said I liked it. Damon liked it a lot when he played it. Then he got stuck in an invisible room. He couldn't yeah. get out of. Oh, you, you, mean, you mean you mean divisive? Is that what you're saying? What did I say? Decisive. You're right. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. I just didn't know if I was. Nope. Very. Thank you very much Ooh. for correcting me. Uh, yeah, and then other people I know definitely didn't like. Justin Davis always. That's the one Greg Miller review. He gives me shit for all the time. I, I think that I the reason I was not interested in it is because there were really not a lot of guns. Mm-hmm. See, that was what See, kind that of didn't bother me. It just felt really. It was like Dead Island again. It was like or, it's Dead, Dead Island again. <laughs> it's like Dead Rising again. It was just like, saw uh, this trailer. Yeah, when fucking, they started com- combining weapons and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it just, yeah. It but it was really more, it was definitely more MMO or not MMO, but more uh, RPG. Yeah, I don't think it's who a bad do you game. voodoo? Just, who like, do you voodoo, bitch? There was it was the God. question we still need to answer for. I know that's There's, how they should do the trailer. That's the sequel. That's how Prometheus ends. My like first week song, when we found that that. Thing where the the chick had no underwear on, and we're all high fiving in the office and stuff. I do not remember high fiving you for that. <laughs> I think you I are, think you are dressing that. up that memory quite a bit. Goldfarb does that a lot. Dresses yeah. up memories. Oh, like Ooh. the time you thought you saw a lady dancing and there was nobody there. Uh-huh. Oh, that, oh, now the story's changed. Now you think that there was no one even there. That was like, look at that girl dancing. It's an empty street. <laughs> that's, There's that, like that's a lone piece of newsprint blooming through the street. That's, that's wrong in two no. different ways. The, the actual story is that we were crossing the street. Didn't we tell this on Beyond? <laughs> Have we so. not told I, this? I, I only heard show. this. I think I heard this at, at a dinner the bar. Because yeah. so. we were walking underdogs. There was a girl standing completely 
completely still on the street corner, moving in no way whatsoever. And Clement was like, look at that crazy dance she's doing. And I looked over, she was completely stock still, not moving at all, looking right, forward. Right, right. And what's but, your version, Clement? My version's the accurate version, in which, uh, as we were crossing the street further away, she was probably either A, a cheerleader, B, a dancer, like hip-hop or something. And she was, like, rehearsing something in her head, because she had her headphones on. So she, like, did, like, a set, like, maybe a two or three sets of dance moves, just to herself, kind of, like, going through the motions like you know uh mentally rehearsing and then a car drove by and when the car was finished driving by she had stopped and she was just standing there but i had already started saying the sentence whoa look at her crazy dance moves so when go far looked by the by the when he looked she was just standing there but she was in fact dancing it's a pretty thin story no that's that's exactly what happened i was spotting those raccoons that's that's all that reminds me of that seinfeld episode where george doesn't have his his glasses and, and jerry's telling the story about uh how he was seeing raccoons, but then he breaks he breaks the story to him that there was no raccoons. You don't remember this? Oh, song? vaguely, I Come vaguely on. remember this one. He like brags for him at first, but it's this, it's the one where he eats the onion. <laughs> <laughs> so many good. Seinfelds. There's so many good Seinfelds yeah. that don't get played in rerun rotation. Yeah, I know. Well, we, sure. What was the one we caught last night? It was the one where they get shelves, and I haven't seen that in rotation. <laughs> yeah, in a like long where he time. just does the whole kitchen. Yeah, I haven't seen that. But one like the sauna one is always in rotation, stuff like that. Yeah, like the shower head and all that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I do really love how in your second retelling of the story, there was not there wasn't even a person. I was just like, look at those dance moves. Real quick, I want to thank everyone for joining us for the PlayStation <laughs> podcast. Podcast, guy. you guys got to know by now. We like to chat and have. Fun. Hey, that's why we're the number one PlayStation podcast. We like, we like to chat. Chat. Yeah. Oh, chat. We like chat. to do that, too. What's the, what else is going on in that Data Roper report? This is the last one. Number six. Is megalithic company Vivendi looking to unload its majority stake in Activision? Dun, 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 dun. Bloomberg. It says on my paper, though, Bloomberg. Bloomberg. But Bloomberg, Bloomberg is reporting that this may be the case. As Vivendi is trying to raise the stock price before reportedly selling it off, Vivendi owns 61% of Activision, essentially giving its sole say in what happens with the company. Activision has a market valuation of $13 billion. Vivendi shares were purchased in 2007 for $4 billion, a.k.a. profit. Yeah. yeah. And, and some people are like, why would they ever want to get out of it? Because Call of Duty is going to start the crescendo and go down in the next couple of years, and you better believe they want to cash out now. And it's a brilliant move. You know what, yeah. though? The <clears throat> entire time you were reading that story, all I could think about was the Digimon theme song. You guys remember that hot jam? No. Yeah. Nope. No, here's, here's my question for you, Colin. <laughs> uh, where does the Blizzard break down in all this? Yeah. I think Blizzard the and Activision are under the same umbrella, so I think that that's why their market valuation is higher now. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I wish um, I wish Blizzard had never joined with Activision. Why? They're like a cancer. Why? There's going to be no, more news. Fine. It just bothered me. Supposedly, by the way, I don't know if you said it. I was only half listening, but on June 22nd is when we're finding out if that's actually happening. Coming up, right around the corner. Yep. Oh, you were only half listening. I was I was lost in your eyes. Is that right? I was looking at that chest. I remember that a little bit more. I remember that when you want to be part of the podcast. That's the it. elders still have to vote. <laughs> uh, that's the Roper Report. Colin, mm. I got, we're back from E3. You know, the first thing we did when we got here, of course, Wait, walked what? Portillo. He finally needed one. Yeah. But then he didn't you, take a shit for eight days. Then <laughs> you and I, we yeah. walked around. We went down to our old famous mom and prop, rop, rop shop. Mm. <laughs> what, if we wanted to go in there today, what games would we find? Where would we go to find out what games have go, come to retail stores? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> You go to the official list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editor. <laughs> that was a great... That, what that, that was was a great Mom, opening. Rob, 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 yeah, what hey, where it? would I go for those games? I mean, where would I go to get that list? <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> oh, man. The opening to this segment hasn't made sense in a long time. I know. It's great. Uh, on PS3, Lollipop Chainsaw. Ah. I'm, I'm going to play that game. Yeah, me too. The probably the worst title of any game. In no, the last I think it's a good name. I like that name. No, it's something different. Absolutely not. Lollipop Chainsaw is different. It's catchy. It's easy to say. It's totally fine. Here's what's gonna happen with here's Lollipop Chainsaw. Story, here's a little. Here's, a little here's Colin Some... Moriarty lies into a microphone. <sighs> it's like every day of my life. <laughs> uh, people are gonna go. You know, not everyone knows what these games are. They go right. into the store and they see it, and they have. You know, so the, I think that the the box cover has a chick with a chainsaw blonde. Cheerleader, and it's called fucking Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah. Bro Dude's not buying Lollipop Chainsaw. Bro Dude's going to go buy something with, you know, with a good There's a head. She's got a head on her belt. I don't know. There's some. And there's zombies behind Remember her. Remember what happened with Resistance 3? Yeah. And everyone was like, that that box art was awesome, and it was actually not. See, here's what, here's the, here's what you're overlooking, mm. is you're overlooking Bro Dude's mm. 
uh, seeing a propensity cute to walk up exactly see a hot blonde and want to pick up and know more about what this is. Yeah, it's not Barbie on the cover. It's not someone you immediately look at and identify who it is and know it's not your bag. Mm. It's this girl with a lollipop and a chainsaw over her shoulder mm. and a severed head on so her. It's very belt literal. And zombies behind her. So yeah. you're gonna be like, what the fuck? And turn around and you find out, oh, it's about killing zombies and it's crazy. You know. Mm. Thing, and it's things. in the bargain bin for four ninety nine. Oh, <laughs> snap, son! Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm, I haven't played the game. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, uh, a lot of could be fine. A lot of people on Twitter have been very annoying today, asking where all these reviews are. Remember, this is the post E three week, so last week we weren't with our consoles at all. We couldn't play anything. We couldn't review anything. Uh, Mitch just got this yesterday. Is playing at his desk right now. From what I hear, Clements, you've talked to him a little bit about it. I did. Seems to be enjoying it. Yes. we'll leave it at that. I don't know what that means and so, stuff, but he's enjoying himself. From what I heard, yeah, it sound, It's he said it sounds like it started off a little slow, a little simple, and uh-huh. his enjoyment level increased okay. over. I'm uh, looking forward. To, I want over time. Yeah, me too. I wonder how that uh, PS3 versus 360 breakdown is going to do. No, going to be mix that is. Xbot gave Star no, no. just a nine. Zero. <laughs> not even. Not even talking about uh, score. I just mean. Uh, I, I always want to know, know. How, which one it runs. Yeah, yeah. No, how oh. it runs. I see. Yeah. I see. What yeah. else you got for me? Uh, nothing on PS3. PS Vita. Yeah. Gravity Rush is finally here. Yay. Yeah. I beat that during E3. Well, I gave it a seven five. What did you think of it? I think your score is spot on. I think it's it, buy it. I, I definitely exactly it. love the game. Yeah, but um, yeah, camera like just so go into it. Be ready for some occasional camera and control frustration because it's definitely there. But uh, it's it's really good. I I want to play more of it. I just all right. So here's the thing about Gravity Rush. I'm, I'm like maybe a couple hours in, a few hours in. It's fucking boring. I mean, that's just like I just I'm just not into it. Like I really want to. I want to be into this game because like we've been waiting for so long. We've been talking about it for so long. But you don't like superheroes either. No, I don't. But it's but I just I'm good thing bo- you like just, Infamous. It's just no, I love Infamous because it's it's a great game. Right, it's a great game. You know, and that's I think that's the problem with Gravity Rush. It's really just not a great game. Like it, it, it's got everything about it is pretty. I like the main character. I like the music. You know, like the world is cool. The idea is cool. I just. I'm not, you know, it's, I thought it was one of those games like that I would tear through, and it's just not one a of those games. Like, I, I really don't know like when, when or if I'm ever going to beat that game. To be For honest me, with. it's it's I like exploring in it. Like it's one of those games where I don't even mind just navigating around the world, sure. collecting the orbs. Yep, and upgrading I do that my too. Skills. Like, I do I mean, that it's too. Just, it's a it's a fun mechanic, and I think um, like some of the missions. Yeah, there are some missions that aren't great, uh, but there are some that are really really fun and complicated and interesting. And um, yeah, I think Rex's score is really actually pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, I, that, I think. In the sevens is probably fair. I mean, I'm not very far in it. You know, I know the game is, you know, three or four times longer than I've put into it. Yeah. It just, it just surprises me that it's not one of those games that just, like, put it... So- We've had it for so long. Like, I, I, I had it, like, forever. You know, we've had it for, like, th- weeks. Yeah. And I just, like, I don't care. Like, I just haven't yeah. been playing other things. And I, I, that just struck me as weird. I don't know. I, um, I I've been playing Unit 13. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. Unit 13 is awesome. Yeah. I, I I was not expecting to like it as much as I do, but I've been going through the mission. I'm telling you, bros. I think Unit 13 is, like, one of the best games on Vita. And and because it, it, it gets it. It gets Vita. And I was talking to Jeremy Dunham, Beyond Alumni, yeah. at, uh, or Alumnus, at, uh, at E3. And I was telling him, like, I think that that game, more than any other game, except maybe Stardust, actually gets Vita. It's not to say it's the best game on the Vita. It's just to say, like, it gets what Vita was trying to do. And I think that that game's not underrated, but probably underappreciated. It's better than Resistance. I'll give oh, that for sure. There's no fucking doubt about that. At, at one of the IGN hangouts, I was able to see Mr. Dunham, and I was I was double fisting two uh, cocktails just because I like to order two just so that I don't have to go all the way back up to the bar when I'm done with the first one. That's my explanation for it. Someone and, add that to the Ryan Clements wiki, please, on yes. IGN. Make it, and also make it a Ryan Clements wiki on IGN. Yes. And uh, I, I was like, I like walked by and I was like, hey, dude. And he like jokingly was like, oh, you brought me a drink. And he like, he went to joke about it, but he like knocked my drink up and like a bunch of the cocktail flew up into the air. And I was just like, thanks, bro. Good seeing you. Yep. Yeah. That go was the to, story. Go back to making your games. Was, is it so weird for me to have uh, given a really detailed explanation as to why I was double fisting a cocktail? A little bit. All right, good. Uh, <laughs> the, other, the other Vita game that came out uh, is Metal Gear Solid HD Collection. Snake. I'm excited to start playing it. Awesome. Yeah, I am totally <laughs> awesome. And why, are, why am I so excited about it, Greg? Oh, oh hold on. I, well, here's the thing. Let me yeah. di- d- dial it up here. We got a question about this very much because <laughs> this is another up. one. Thanks, Goldfarb. I have a speech impediment. No, let's, it's let's like, make uh, fun of that was more. like your own no, dubstep. Like it. It yeah, it's great. I like making fun of you and making you feel bad. Dial it up. All right, someone make that for next week's song. Now I'm going to walk into Greg's bedroom tomorrow and he's going to be dead. And it's gonna be your. Fault. I'll be hanging there for Tillos next to me in a little noose. Oh God, man! What? I can't. He can't live without me, and I can't live without him. That's the deal. <laughs> That's the deal. Maybe you. Maybe you hang yourself, but throw him in the toilet. I, like drown him, or I try think to flush he would him? be fine. Flush I, him. I just want to make it clear, I was not making fun. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. 
Um, all right, so here's the thing that is amazing about Metal Gear Solid Vita Collection. First off, Colin, you read my review, right? Yes. You were fine with the score? Yeah, I was fine with the score, but as I noted, did you read the notes? I haven't yet? looked at it yet. A right, distressing lack, a distressing lack of Fat Man anywhere mm-hmm. in the text. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't talk about Fat Man in my text for this review. There should be at least a, two paragraphs, so if not more, dedicated only to Fat Man, because he's the best. Sorry. Yeah. It's the original and, and three, and there's no two in there? It's, no, it's two, two and three. three. Oh, it's two it's, and three. It, I'm sorry. It, oh, yeah, yeah. It, here's the, it's a, this is a complicated box of candy we got going on here. Open uh, up that box of candy, Greg. What's inside? Two box top off. So <laughs> it came in November to PS3 and 360, and it was two, three, and Peace Walker. Now it's come to Vita, and it's just two and three. Argument same price forty bucks as it would be on uh, PS3 or 360 forty bucks on Vita but you're mess, make, missing a game conceivably Konami has gone on record about it because you can buy Peace Walker off the PSN for an additional thirty dollars so rather than get, you know they're making seventy dollars off of you if you wanted all of it at once complicated we don't know whatever uh, what's cool about it though is that if I if you buy it on Vita you start playing on Vita then you transfer you're saved to the PS3 to pick up on because you can, what you do with three and two, you can go and transfer the save over, play those games over there, pick up from where you left off, p- kick it back to the Vita. When you transfer it to the PS3, or when you transfer from the PS3 to the Vita, you're going to get all the trophies again. They have two separate lists, so even there's one trophy list for Vita and one trophy list for PS3 because of course trophy lists for some reasons don't appear Vita ones on PS3, so they have to make this uh, little you know caveat if you will. So it's the opposite of Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper is not going to do it that way. Exactly. Okay. Because yeah, apparently they they know how to do it for that one, but this one is doing it a different way. So basically, though, you on the road you get all these trophies. Then when you transfer it it's over, free. it all just starts popping. Like it'll just as soon as you transfer a save, it's just bing 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 bing. All the save all the all the trophies you have logged. That's logged the in. other part is his dubstep song. <laughs> bing bing bing. Yeah, everybody's making dubstep. Now here's the here's the problem. Kid wrote into Beyond. Didn't leave his name. Didn't leave it at the end of the email, so Franklin. it's not included. Franklin wrote into Beyond. He said, Albert you can, Franklin. You can write into Beyond too, beyond at IGN.com. He said, So I got the Vita version and I have the PS3 version. I can unlock tro- the trophies on the Vita, but they do not come out on the Vita list. Is there a way to get them to appear on both the Vita list and the PS3 list? Or would I have to get them separate on the Vita in order them for the appear on the list? Note, I tried the Hurt Locker, put enemy in locker trophy on the Vita, while the file was unlocked, and it did not unlock on my Vita. But I have it on my PS3. It makes sense, but it won't show on my Vita list. Do you guys know how to work oh, this out? What? Nope. That's no. the opposite. It makes sense. Franklin, I... I'm, I'm afraid I don't. But I went back to double check a little bit to fool around because like, this caught me by surprise this morning. This is one of those things, oh, this will never work. And then I plug it in. I'm just getting trophies left and right. I'm salivating. And I'm taking my pants off. Uh, <laughs> I went back today, took my old, old Metal Gear Solid 3 save from when I reviewed it in November kicked it to my retail ps3 and then kicked it to my vita and it, when i started to do that it stopped me and said you can transfer this no problem but you won't get trophies on it because this save was made either offline or before transferring was included for this because they patched uh hd collection on ps3 mm. to include all this so if you're at home right now you've platinumed metal gear solid 3 and you think you're gonna transfer your save it's not gonna work that way i'm sorry to break it to you instead you'd have to start fresh right now so it would have behooved you would have behooved you to wait. to wait, yeah. So, so that's I've, news. I, I it, so. Franklin, I have no idea what you're talking about. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be an issue. I don't know what's happening yet. Yeah. So I hope I wish you the best in your in your life. Wait, but he's saying that the Vita the Vita trophies didn't show up on Vita. On Vita, are the PS3 trophies didn't show up on Vita? I can unlock. How the hell would you know if the Vita trophies came, showed up on Vita since the game's not out? I can unlock the trophies on the Vita, but they do not come out on the Vita list. I think he's saying that the PS3 trophies don't show up on the Vita on the Vita list because he yeah. doesn't have the game. Okay. Maybe he got you know, it early. I, I'm, maybe, maybe. I'm a little bit confused. Maybe he did it early. It shouldn't be a hassle. And what was also interesting is that I went... Because, you know, uh, on my PS3 version, right, I have this farther along save from Metal Gear Solid 3. So there I had already gotten one of the trophies, but I hadn't gotten that in my Vita save. So I had transferred my Vita save over, played a little bit, got that trophy on the PS3, but it didn't pop on the PS3 because I already had it in my profile. But then when I transferred it back to the Vita, it popped then. Because it recognized that save it did it, even though my PS3 didn't notify me did it. Trophy pops are so weird. Like like I was just talking about Unit 13. In Unit 13, I did the Life of the Party trophy, where you have to go through the complicated moves to get to the dance floor, and you dance, and it gives you a trophy. But it wouldn't unlock until I signed into PSN. So mm-hmm. I tried it like a hundred times, and then I, I closed the game out, and when I turned it back on, I, it logged me to PSN, and then I did it again at work. So Interesting. Trophies are weird. Trophies are weird. That's, that's a good one. 
Uh, Metal Gear Solid Vita, though. Ex- excellent. Just a great port. Looks beautiful. Sounds great. Totally, totally worth your time. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Is that it for the retail mom and grop stop? Bob Fat, Fat Man. Fat Man. Yeah. Remember Fat Man. Uh, mom over on, and Grop. Over on the digital side, when you say, go to hell, Mom and Grop, uh, PSN games, we got Babel Rising, Batman Arkham City for 30 bucks. Really? That's awesome. <laughs> Dirt Showdown, uh, Just Dance 3. Vita games, uh, the aforementioned Gravity Rush and Metal Gear Solid HD collection, along with Pulsar. Yeah, basically, <laughs> hey, remember, hey, everybody remember that, uh, remember the... No, what am I, Dead Space downloadable game that we didn't like that much, right? Everybody extraction? Remembers this yeah, extraction. No. Was it Extraction? Extraction is the one that was the move that's compatible the, one. That's the Wii one. Yeah. This is the Dead Space Ignition. Ignition. Dead Space Ignition, oh, yeah, the yeah, one yeah, we didn't yeah. like much. There was a game in there where you had to twist circuit breakers or whatever to get lasers to beam into the goal or whatever. That's what Pulsar is, but it's using augmented reality. Mm. And it's only a buck ninety nine. Whatever. If it's your kind of if it's what you want, go ahead and do it. Have you tried it? Yeah. All right. Is that any good? No, I, I mean, it didn't suck. It didn't suck. But it, it didn't was, suck. It didn't suck. But it was, it, like, I wouldn't waste my time with this. Whereas, like, I thought Tabletop Tanks was an augmented reality game. I could say, oh, yeah, I'd play, maybe I'd play this once in a while. Show it off to somebody. I would never show Pulsar off to anybody. I would never fool with Pulsar. Uh, PSP gets Gunger. 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 <laughs> yep. That's the one. Gunger. And then uh, Vita gets some DLC. Uh, there's a whole bunch of PS3 ones, but notable for uh, Vita. Escape Plan, The Asylum, for 25 cents. Yep. That's a good one. You I played s- it. I did, yeah. I was the only person in E3 to see it, apparently. And it's uh, it's it's cool, but it's more Escape Plan. But yeah. they patched it and stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about New about trophies? That. Uh, I think there are trophies on this one. There weren't nice. trophies on the other one because it was free. Okay. It's only temporarily 25 cents, though, right? Yeah, two weeks. And yeah. it'll be five Get on months. that. You should get that. Yeah, get yeah. it. It's, an, it's a quarter. You eat those. Don't worry, everybody. Just get it. Clement, stop eating that. Uh, no, Pinball Arcade gets two tables, Medieval Madness and Bride of Pinbot, four ninety nine, <laughs> And then Tabletop Tanks, Toy Tank Set for 99 cents. So there you go. Like real toys? Any, mini, toys? any minis, Craig? No, there were no minis this week. Depressingly so. Probably because there's no trophies. Nobody cares about them. Jeff Rubenstein and his wife finally got the message. Or they were just too busy being at E3. What do you say we answer some reader mail, Colin? Sure. Let's do it. Mail, 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 mail. Don't, 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 don't. Oh, wrong one. Uh, Tom. Tom Patty of the UK, a.k.a. Don Barton writes in. Don uh, Barton. Beyond. Beyond. Thanks for the great yeah. E3 coverage, guys. Uh, thanks, thanks to everybody who wrote in. A lot of people wrote in saying that. That's, you guys are just the best. Yep. Here's some quick fire cues. Uh, Greg, Pachis or Portillos? Uh, that'd be Portillos. Mm. I would pick Portillos. Good choice. Um, yeah, my favorite restaurant of all time. I, I quite I enjoy them. those hot dogs. I I, we need to there. get you back to. Here's the thing, mm. and I'll, I'll tell you right now mm. this shows how foolish I am. Mm. For, I need to get you all to Chicago at some point to eat Portillos, right? That's never going to happen. After mm. I was thinking about it on the way to LA, never seen I either. was like. What I needed to do was book a late flight out of L.A., rent a car, because there's a, there's a Portillo's down in Buena Park. It's like a 30-minute drive, 20-minute drive. Should totally have done that. Uh, drive down there on that Friday. Everybody eats the Portillo's. We go home. That would have been awesome. About, I, I thought of that, and then I, I, get, I did a guest spot on the Giant Bomb podcast. Turns out they were doing that on Friday, the day after. And I was like, you bastards. So next year, we'll do that. We're in L.A. all the time. Me. We can rectify the situation. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Real quick, though, Greg. Uh-huh. I think I may have asked you this before. Does Portillo's have any non-beef options for yes. hot dogs? They have some no, pork no, no, hot dogs? no, 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 not for hot dogs. Sorry, mm. chicken sandwiches. They got chicken sandwiches. How, yeah. are the, how are those? They're delicious. All right, great. Chicken fingers. They got chicken that sounds, fingers. That sounds great. Got tamales. I'll t- I'll, yeah, I'll take that. So you get hot dogs mail tea sometimes. I do, but that's not, it's never going to be the same. It. Yeah, that's Colin's experience. They're great. I I, I love them. I, but it's one of those things, you know. I, as as a connoisseur, I know this isn't as good. So I, I, whenever I give them to a new person, I'm like, don't judge Portillo's based on this. I bet it's so. No. Should I, if you when you do that next, can I have one or should I? Should no, I you, you can, you can. Just don't think that like this is what I, I'm always talking right. about. Okay, okay. My, no my favorite underdog, part, the organic sausage. It is right? no underdog. The other thing. My, my favorite part is the uh, is the celery salt. Yeah, they got it down. They yeah. know what they're doing. Colin, <coughs> yes. Assassin's Creed three or Dust five one four. Call. Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Man, Sean Norton is crying one. somewhere. Sorry. He's also it's it's, it's a, American Revolution. Yeah, it looks awesome. I love American Revolution. They, they had such a great E3 showing. Uh, to yes. be fair, both of those games look amazing. Like that's, that's Oh, yeah. Like no, no. That's, no, that's, like, yeah, that's yeah. not taking anything away from Dust yeah. 514. Yeah, as, as, just as an aside, I saw Dust 514 behind closed doors for like a long time. And that game is f- fucking absurdly deep. Like, it's, absurd. it's absurd. It's absurd. It's it's very exciting. I think Everyone people... should go read Colin's preview. It's yes. really good. Ryan. Yes. Japan or South Korea? What? Like, I, I have to just choose. Yep. Can't. I'd, ra- I'll, I'll, I'd rather kill myself. 
Well, the boat will take care of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where is this boat? You I'm never going to be able to get on a boat again. I'll be yet. too scared. Golfar. What's up? SF Supco or Bioshock Infinite? Bioshock Infinite. Okay. That's, that's the right choice. Yeah. Sorry, SF Supco. Everyone tweeted SF Supco and say that Andrew Goldfarb has betrayed them. And they got mad at me today. I tweeted them and I was like, oh, I just tried this flavor and it's my favorite one. And they were like, I thought all of our soups were your favorite. Damn. <laughs> hey, Greg. Yeah. I know you get angry when I try and take the middle ground. So just because they have a larger game industry, I will say Japan. Yeah. That's the right choice, too. But, K- but losing K-pop would be like losing a child. I don't think anything's exploding. I think you're just... Yeah. Like I but would you're ha- not going to lose your child. Your child's going to abstain. Gonna live. I'd have to abstain. Your child's going to live. All right. Greg well, just won't you. care about him. Yeah. But then he'll like rise up against Greg, you know, and mm. he'll be like that little... Like Caesar the monkey in Planet of the Apes. Yep. Uh, and then finally... <laughs> just uh, like that. Cypher Filton. Enigma Coder Type X. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go with Enigma Code. He's doing the creepy face again, too. It's, it's <laughs> fucking creepy. So bad. All right. Our good friend Omi writes in, Beyond. Beyond. In retrospect, do you believe it was unwise for Sony to reveal God of War Ascension, PlayStation All-Stars, and Little Big Planet karting before E3? Yep. Would the Sony conference have had more impact if these announcements had been shelved until then? I don't think they needed to wait on all three. Um, or, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't think they needed to... I starting over... I think uh, <laughs> saving one of them for the show would have been smart, I think. I, yeah. I think uh, doing all three before the show was probably not the best decision. Oh. Like, I think All-Stars was a very clever trickle-out method. I, I like the idea that we're going to get new characters, you know, every so often leading up to the release. That's smart. I think that was actually a good one. I think something like uh, God of War could have been a really impressive... Uh, I think God of War totally should have been revealed at E3. And, yeah. uh, and the reason why is because God of War was so overlooked at E3. I wrote yeah. an article about it, like, hey, you should be paying attention to this, actually. And that's me saying it. You know, a guy who's been like, oh, Kratos is a terrible character. But, like, that game looked beautiful. Yeah. And it was and totally awesome demo. And it all, people just were like, oh, it's more God of War. Cool. Imagine if instead of Wonderbook, that time had been focused on God of War. And they said, this is God of War. Here's part of the single player. And now we have multiplayer. And then they had shown <gasps> the multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Like, that yeah. would have been, been a really way cool. more powerful review. Yeah. I, I did just want to say, I totally forgot to tell you guys. Uh, I went into the Sony booth at one point during E3. And ended up talking to uh, a specific Wonderbook staff member, J.K. Rowling, J.K. Rowling, who agreed that E3 was not the right place to show Wonderbook. Yeah, I think I think most people knew that. No, I, or yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I'm just saying it was it was crazy coming from that person. Fine. I know. Yeah. No, that's what we keep saying. A two minute trailer that just starts like from the from the author who brought you Harry Potter comes a new entry in the Harry Potter series. Wonderbook. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then finished. Yeah. <laughs> uh, conference is over. I will. I will say that my favorite part about the Wonder Book, in retrospect, the Wonder Book presentation was that J.K. Rowling couldn't even record a video. Nope. <laughs> couldn't send a video. And, couldn't and, do anything. Just send a long on, quote. And this dude's just on stage reading a, a letter from her. I'm like, this is fucking awful. It's like it's like it was basically like somebody animates all the bad press releases we get. Where it's like, you know, they announce what it is, all the information's up top in a really dry manner, and then just a quote from, like, the CFO. That's what it exactly was. Like, okay, great. Yeah, she's really behind this product. Next. Next. What Uh, followed Wonderbook? I was fucking asleep for 10 minutes. It was God of War. Oh, God of War. God of War, then Last of Us, yeah. yeah. Because that was it. Like, you came off that, and God of War did not bring it back either. I'll never never forget how much Wonderbook murdered E3. The well, just, press conference it, it, just fucking they, brutalized it. Took it took so long. Yeah, and the conference they was were, doing so well. I yeah. Think, like, they just lost all their momentum. Yeah, yeah. it was amazing. Like, we, it, we in the war room when you got uh, obviously Greg and, uh, Greg and Colin were in the uh, actual press conference, and then all the rest of us, including Goldie and I, were in our war room. Yeah. We, you know, everybody would be writing stories, and we'd all, like, look up, and we'd be like, they're still going with no, Wonderbook. That's what was so funny. Audrey was writing the Wonderbook story. And I was on AIM with her, and she was like, wait, is this still a Wonder Book that they're talking about? Because she kept having to go back and add details to the story, like, as it was going. And so, yep. that story's, like, massive. It's, like, yep. the biggest story we wrote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, adorable. Fucking disaster. Uh, Matthew writes in with something interesting, but totally bullshit. Yeah. Dearest Beyond Crew, I was reading the comments on your video about the Uncharted slash Last of Us Easter egg, and people had come up with theories that The Last of Us is set in the Uncharted universe. They explained that Joel, the grisly survivor, was an older Nathan Drake, who had, em- who had embraced his real name and not made up one. Watching the E3 demo, Joel plays a little bit like Drake, maybe a little bit more rough, i.e. blowing up a guy's head. <laughs> Do you think these theories make sense? It might be a stupid question, but I find Joel to be an interesting character and would like to learn more about him. Beyond! 
Well, yeah, Matthew, we all like to learn more about him, but that is no. Don't listen to those comments. Don't listen to that at all. He, he looks that, like Nathan Drake because it's the same effing engine, and he's moving around just like him, and he's pushing he, things like, around. But he doesn't look that much like him, and he also has a, a southern drawl. He's also not that much older than him. Like it's like it would be what like three years after the event. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a cryogenic sleep. We all want to learn more about him, but if, if, if Joel was really Nathan Hale, I would officially... Drake, Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake. If he's Nathan Hale... <laughs> if he's Nathan Hale. Well, fuck! This is their new... It's Nintendo Land. They're answering it with uh, Sony Land, and they're interacting... Forget it. That's, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> if it was Nathan Hale, just think about it. I'm excited to get uh, beyond Ellen Page. Get her into uh, PlayStation All-Stars. Yeah. Ghost is your special superpower. And she's like, leave me the fuck alone. That's how she wins. <laughs> she just has sweet tooth. I want Jason or, or uh, um, yeah. Ethan. Ethan to be in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, George writes in, beyond. <laughs> beyond. 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 With Assassin's Creed 3 fast approaching and the summer being slow on big retail games, has Colin gone back and played previous Assassin's Creed games? <laughs> I just want you to know that Goldfarb was just rubbing his chest. He was, he was showing you the emblem. The it, was very erotic. Emblem. it was very Super erotic. It was very erotic. Super erotic, man. Our, our podcast gets all sorts of sexual. Um, no, I'm, I'm planning. So when we were at, uh, we were eating, breaking bread at the airport before we left. But I broke bread with him. At, at the Backlot Deli. At the Backlot Deli. I was yeah. waiting until the last second before the plane landed, or was uh, loading up so I could... Uh, Go get McDonald's, so I didn't need anything. Yeah. But uh, I, I broke out my notebook, and I, I started making a list of all of the games that I need to go back and play or finish from the last four years or so. And Assassin's Creed 2 was on that list. Uh, it was number one on the list. Yeah, right? it was. It was. Yeah. That's where I started. Um, yeah, I think I'll go back soon, maybe this week. I See, I've been playing Rainbow Moon. And Rainbow, Rainbow Moon. And Rainbow Moon is going to take an extraordinary amount of time. Yeah. Like, I'm already 20 hours into it. You're enjoying it, though. It's Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I can't really a, talk too much about it. Yeah, but yeah. It's a crossover between Rainbow Six and Harvest Moon. Exactly. Um, no, it's it's really fun. I'm, I'm excited for people to get their hands on it. It's, it's only going to be fifteen dollars, which is like fucking mind blowing considering how big this game is. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's taking all my time, and I know that I got to ch- keep chipping away at a very in a very Hello. disciplined manner. Yeah, the voice Girl, acting wow. is so, the voice acting is so funny. <laughs> but it's like it's a great game. But anyway, I, I think that game's going to require like a solid eighty hours, probably, Jeez. especially because I'm playing it on hard. Jeez, Louise. Uh, <clears throat> so I just need to. I know I need to get chipping, keep chipping away at it, especially because it's like such a grind. Uh, but Assassin's Creed 2, yes, is on the docket. Okay, good. Yes. Colin, we have another question for you. Oh. This comes from Tom Ferguson. Mm. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Ferguson? If you have a question for Colin Moriarty. I played poker with Tom Ferguson. This is Write into beyond at IGN.com. Okay. I don't think this is the same guy. Okay. It might be. Uh, it's also a good one for our Tuesday, our, de- our Tuesday debut. Mm. I just wanted to write in and say that as of today, June 12, 2012, my friend request for Colin's PSN has been pending for six months. I'm a Paraguayan American, 23, conservative, getting into the games business, PS3 and Vita owner, longtime Beyond listener, and a few levels past where Colin established the standards of being his friend. So what gives, man? This happens from time to time. Uh, a, I have no pending friend requests. So this this happens. It's like I, a ghost in the machine. <clears throat> exactly. That's exactly right. It's 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 also a fine police album if you want to go listen to it. <laughs> Uh, but uh, pending friend request is an as a police album. I think Ghost no, in the Ghost Machine. in the Machine. Oh, okay, but pending, yeah, pending friend, friend request would be they would be really ahead of their time since <laughs> they broke up in like 1983. Uh, but but uh, no, so I, I have no friend request from him. So something's lost in the in the ether there. Um, okay, yeah. My, so my delete that friend request. Is, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's hanging there. It's got nothing to do with anything. Should we talk about the fact that uh, Jack DeVries passed you guys in trophies? I would rather not talk about that. Okay. I'll give him congratulations. I did it on Twitter. Congratulations, Jack DeVries. You passed us in trophies while we were at E3. I'm not happy about this. Okay. I need to do something about it, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I bet a platinum in Assassin's Creed 2 would help. It would. Yeah. But many a platinum yeah, That's a good help. platinum. That's yeah. a good platinum, too. That's an enjoyable platinum. I got a... I got a... I don't know. I don't know. My life's You're falling apart. apart over there. You're sick. You're dying. It's it's, it's over. Hang yeah. in there, buddy. That tissue is not looking good, man. You gotta. You might want to get a new tissue. The thing is, is that it's just been folded up. There's like nothing on it. It's just uh, being folded up a, a bunch of it times. It looks like it's seen better days. I will. I will personally deliver you a new tissue. That's yeah. Don't touch to it. Don't yeah. touch yeah. it. There's nothing on a, it. A quick beyond here. <laughs> a quick beyond at ign.com from Will. Beyond. Beyond. Love the beyond. show, guys. Just wondering if you've heard anything about NCAA football coming to the Vita. I have, Will. It's not. So don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it at all. You can uh, look for Madden on the Vita. It will not be the exact same as the Madden you're playing on your PS3. I know. What they, a, they don't connect what at all. What a fucking disaster that is. That is that's a misstep. Egregious. Yeah. That'll be the only Madden I bet on Vita. Period. Mm, that sucks. But it's true. They're, they're going to watch those numbers and it's not going to perform because it's not going to be what people like want. Like you said, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yep. Sad, 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 sad. I believe he said it was a Greek tragedy. Did I? Yeah. But isn't, isn't Madden also coming to PSP? 
Yeah. Is it? Is it yeah. Also coming, I think all those Probably EA coming to PS2. Games, they are. That's what I was just going to say. Like FIFA and all those EA sports games are coming to PS2. Big install base. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what Christian Phillips at Sony San Diego told me when I, I asked him why they're still releasing the show on PS2. And he's like, there are 150 million consoles if like 1% of the people that own a PS2 buy it or half a percent, like we make money. Yeah. yeah. So final questions. They're quick hits. All right, they're at least personalized to us. Another person whose name didn't make the cut, though. So what do you give them? Uh, this is Teddy. Teddy. Teddy writes in and says, Colin, yes. we've heard how great your interest in Dust 514 is. Mm. But seeing as it's an online first-person shooter, and you usually don't play them, will you play Dust 514? I'm currently in the beta, and I'm under an NDA, so I can't say anything about it. But specifically, from what I've seen at E3, it looks awesome. Also, yeah. that's Teddy pretty much saying it's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to tell, um, tell Sean Norton that Teddy just broke his NDA. Right. Teddy doesn't have to worry about the NDA. We've we've seen all the same stuff. The the uh, and played all the same stuff. I think. Um, yeah, I'll play it. I'm reviewing Dust Five One Four. I'm I'm most fascinated about the the game theory behind it and the fact that how ambitious it is. Though I mean, CCP is just outrageous. Yeah. And I just want to also say that when I when I met with CCP to talk about Dust Five One Four E Three, they gave me their economic manual. Yeah. From the, the year two thousand nine. Yeah, the quarterly report or whatever. It's like an old one. But I was just flipping through it. It's so nerdy. It's yeah. so it's fucking so nerdy. Awesome. These these guys are amazing. Uh, and, and I'll say it again, if this if this game works the way it's supposed to work, it's most it's probably the most ambitious game ever made. Every time I read Period. every time I read about Eve or I think about Eve, I want to go play Eve, even though it takes about a billion years to play. When they go into the star map, did you see Dust at all at E three? Uh no, I didn't. They actually. go into the star map. The, from, straight out of Eve, and it's like this like three D model of like a galaxy, and you like jump in like all these stars are there. You go to like this one particular star, and then a system around it, and you go to like this one particular planet there, and then there are like ships around the planet, you know, like conceivably, you know, taking out contracts, and then you land somewhere on the planet, you know, and you're fighting this thing for this corporation in Eve. It's fucking outrageous. It's so outrageous, <laughs> and that's why it's taking them so long to do it. But it, these guys are are masters at at, at game. At, at, just game creation. Yep. And I'm so excited. I, I really hope it works the way, it, you know, feedback's been pretty positive apparently yeah, from yeah. the beta. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, you should at least try Eve at some point just to try it out. I will. I have an just Eve account. Just do the free trial. And I was busting the balls at, at the guys at CCP. They're like, you should try Eve or whatever. And I'm like, I'm, I'm vaguely familiar with it. Clements, you know, regales me with his stories or whatever. And I, I'm actually more fascinated about reading about it. Like, I wish there was like a thousand page book about Eve that I totally read. But I'm like, I have to take like a week off to learn the game. You know, like straight up. Yeah. And, and I know, but, but I know that it's one of those games, there's a pretty good chance that I probably become addicted to it as well. So. Ryan, yeah. How did you fare at E3 with your new role for IGN? Did you get to see many games, or are you working constantly? Oh, um, I didn't actually go to the show floor much because I was mainly just in home base, help you know, just uh, building IGN, just doing little little tidbits here and there. So uh, I did try and get out to see a few things. Now I was lucky enough to ho- uh, help Damon host some live show segments, and I got to see those games obviously because mm-hmm. we were uh, we were you know talking about them, and that's what that's when I got the pleasure of seeing DMC, and I'm very excited about that game. Even nice. though Colin makes fun of me that I'm the only one that's excited about that game, which isn't true. It's I mean, got a great developer behind it, but I don't know why the fuck they're continuing with that franchise. I, I don't really like Devil May Cry that much, but I, I played DMC and actually really liked it. So. Yeah. All right. It looks I agree really the developers are you know, real. I mean, yeah. They, they're, they're real. They are a real developer. <laughs> the pedigree is real. Yes. Greg, from what you've seen of God of War Ascension, do you still believe Uncharted 3 to be the better looking game, or is it too early to make out a clear winner? Well, and what do we say this guy's name was? Teddy. Well, Teddy, Teddy uh, you're apples and oranges a bit there. I was saying Uncharted 3 versus God of War 3 on graphics. That's the problem. Uh, God of War Ascension looks breathtakingly beautiful. There's so much detail in his movement and stuff. So it's definitely got, a, it's definitely got the chance, I think, to be better looking than Uncharted 3. But it will definitely break down to playing the game and seeing it on a TV. And but, I, but I think, don't you think we're kind of ignoring the obvious thing that The Last of Us looks better than both of those games? Are we? Yeah, I mean, I, I think even I think even there, even times and beyond that look far better. Oh well, there's the one point in beyond when you're running through the woods that looks is yeah. probably the most beautiful thing I've seen in the game. But yep. have have they released that footage like no. everything we've seen? No. That's a shame. Somebody leaked it on the internet, so you can always go look oh, at okay. that. Um, let me just wipe my nose on my neck in here. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. thing is probably so disgusting. Yeah, yeah, look at it. uh, I mean, it's not. It's fucking... All right, come on. I want to get the show done before they get in here and get out of here. Anyway, the, the moral of the story is that who cares what, what looks better because The Last of Us looks better than both of them. And we're all talking about exclusive PS3 games, so we all win. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, since Bioshock Infinite was not at E3, is it still your most anticipated game? Uh, not of this year overall, yeah, definitely. What's Of this year, what do you got? Uh, Assassin's Creed. Shocking. <laughs> I mean, dude, after seeing that Last of Us demo, that game moved up very close to Bioshock Infinite. Like, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited to play that game. But uh, It doesn't yeah. have a release date yet, right? Right. But uh, Bioshock is February 26th, and holy fuck, I'm excited. 
Uh, okay. Our good friend uh, Vlenadris here got confused. Hey, Beyond Crew, can I be pick of the week? Well, no, you'd be hit of the week. But we didn't even do pick of the week. So you can be both. <laughs> pick of the week's probably Metal Gear Solid. Anybody want to argue that? Yeah. It's Metal uh, Gear Vita. I would, I'd say Gravity Rush is totally worth buying. But I mean Metal Gear Solid. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I mean this game. Well, I, mean, I, I haven't played the HD collection yet, so. Okay. For, for, for Goldfarb's pick of the week, it's Gravity Rush. For the game. It's just saying the game you haven't played. All right, great. I reviewed both of them. It's Metal Gear. Uh, anyways, uh, blah, blah, blah. Can I be pick of the week on the next podcast? I just got Lara Croft Guardian of the Light for free thanks to PSN Plus, and I'd love to have some friends to play co-op. Sure you can, Velendris. So everyone, go PSN friend request Velendris. V-E-L-E-N-D-R-I-S. And tell him you'll play uh, Guardian of Light with him. Give him a Beyond. Even if you don't want to friend request him, just say Beyond to him. We haven't done a, a hit of the week in a while. Yes, and it confirmed. There it is. These new mics suck for it. I know. The old mics were so much I better. I tried. Ladies oh. and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 244. We're on Tuesdays now. It probably doesn't matter if you you know you listen at work or something, or you listen at the weekends, or you're driving your nun, nunnery van around. Your nunnery van. Look for yes. us on Tuesdays now. Uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Uh, then come over to IGN. It's a little website we work for. That pays the bills, keeps the podcast mics on. Come click on some articles. We've written about everything we've talked about. So that's fun. On Twitter, follow IGN at IGN. Follow me at Game Over Greggy. Ryan at Pwam Cider. Colin at No Taxation. Andrew Garfield. Ed Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him what a good job you can do in, uh, in Spider-Man. At Andrew Garfab. Goldfarb at Garfab. Greg always regrets fucking elderly people. That's how yeah. you spell it. It's easy that way. And I, got, I, I was laughing because uh, there's a fan who always spells it wrong. I always get, oops, that was supposed to go to Garfab. And I'm like, what did you say? And I go back and he kept sending it to Garfab with a B. Oh, yeah. And so he made the account Garfab and it just says, you spelled it wrong. And That's it funny. That's yeah. funny. Uh, all right. Uh, we always leave you with the song of the week. I didn't pick one this week. So everybody at the same time, on the count of three, mm. sing your favorite part from the Snake Eater theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in my head all day. I'm sorry. I need to help it. All right. Everybody ready? You got it? Yeah. okay over there, Smokey McGee? Have another pack. I'm not singing anything. I forgot Come on. That. Just speak it. Yeah, Jazz it. That. Jazz flute it. Jazz flute it. One, two, three. I Snake gave my life <laughs> not for honor, but for you. It's the worst shit ever. <laughs> Beyond! Beyond! Beyond. Use that mic or don't be on the show.